Hey, welcome back, everyone. It is Alan Share. You know I run the Flock and Gather podcast along with the Spa Industry Association. I'm going all the way back to Minneapolis today, my old hometown. We're going to talk to Bart Foreman. He's the executive strategist at Endgame Marketing Solutions. He's a marketing master and a friend of mine, and I actually have a little more hair than him, so I think we're in good shape. How are you, Bart? Listening to you, I'm wonderful. <laughs> Is it the hair comment or something else? Just you. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. You're too kind. Well, you know we have a fast 18 minutes, so let's uh, let's get rolling. By the way, I saw it finally got warm in Minneapolis. It took long enough. It's June, by the way. Yeah, uh, tomorrow's our day of summer. It's going to be 97 degrees, and that's it. We're done. Well, summer's over. Yeah, you get one day and then it's time to move on, right? You know it's been in the 105, 110 down here. But down here, no, in Phoenix, nobody thinks anything strange of it when that's the case, you know? And we worry about it constantly up here. Yeah. Um, Bart, you've, I mean, you've been an icon a long time in our business. Although, isn't it amazing when we still find out people don't know who we are? So can you give our listeners the short history of Bart Foreman and Endgame, please? Well, I don't know if I can give a short history, but I'll make it quick. Um, I retired, uh, I sold uh, our, my business, my wife, my late wife and I sold our business in 2016, Group 3 Marketing, which had been a direct marketing agency uh, with a lot of emphasis on the beauty industry uh, for uh, 30 years. And then we tried to retire and that only lasted about four months. And then I said, I'm bored. And so I started Endgame Marketing Solutions, uh, basically to provide resources to a variety of industries uh, who needed marketing uh, support and help. And it's, it's been a wonderful wild ride this whole time. Uh, my going way back, you know, I worked for big companies, uh, Gillette, Nabisco, Warner Lambert, uh, and then started my own business and uh, in direct marketing and haven't looked back. So that's my history. Um, you know, Bart, I'm always reminded when we say things like, uh, well, we worked corporate, you went off, you've done your own thing for the last 30 plus years. And there's all those pithy expressions like the best, the worst day working for yourself is still better than the best day working for someone else. But I would argue in our channel, in Spawn, Salon, and Beauty, et cetera, even though you might be on someone else's payroll, you're still kind of your boss making your decisions, aren't you? Many cases, you're absolutely right. This is a very unique industry. Uh, one I, did, I, I fell in love with uh, 20 years ago when I got involved in it. And I said, you know, the people in this industry, whether it be professional beauty salons, whether it be the med spas, whether it be spas, there's a uniqueness to the people who come into this industry that I find to be invigorating, uh, loving, caring, and really want to do the right thing. You say uh, a couple things that I think are always so important in our world, caring. This is an amazingly caring industry. I'm still amazed at how much people, even after 34 years for me, how often people become friends sometimes long before they do business together. 
Have you noticed? Absolutely. Absolutely. What's really changed in our world today, and maybe the world is catching up with the, the, what I call the business of beauty, is the word culture. Uh, we've always had a culture in the beauty industry. And I've been doing marketing in this area. Please don't ask me to cut hair or do massages because it would be a disaster. But when it comes to how do we communicate with our guests, our clients, uh, how do we keep them engaged? All of those things, we've started out doing a great job and then along came the pandemic and along came more technology. And a lot of salons and spas lost that personal touch to a great degree especially during the pandemic when, when we couldn't touch. Well, we're back now. And that's the wonderful part of this. We are all back right now. And we need to reinvigorate how we stay connected with our guests and our clients. Uh, I'll go on and say my definition, and it took me three years with my old team at Group 3 Marketing to really come up with this. My definition of marketing is it's what we do to emotionally engage someone that influences their next sale. Now there's three key words there, emotionally engage and influence. And that's what salons have to do and spas have to do and med spots have to do if they're going to continue to retain guests and grow them. And we all forget about the grow part. Okay, but it's a, it's a whole synergy. Okay, Bart, let me back up. I want, you've said a lot of things I want to bring our listeners up to date on, but my, always my first one. When you say you're in marketing, what, what does that mean today? That's a good question. If you put 10 marketers in the room and ask them what's marketing, you get 10 definitions. Or 11 or 12. <laughs> or 11 or 12, yeah. <laughs> Uh, market, you know, nobody can really, that's why we define marketing the way we did. And it resonates very well with most people uh, that I, I deal with uh, across not only the beauty industry, but in, in especially retail and other industries as well. It's what we do to emotionally engage someone, to influence them, to buy, for, buy from us. Remember the old retailer's creed, buy from me, buy now, buy more. Nothing's changed in that regard. Bart, give me, what are some of the, sir, if people came to you and said, okay, I need help, I think with marketing, because I'm still not sure what it is. What is it that you offer people in today's world in this business? I offer two ears. I listen. What are your points of pain? I try to identify what kind of gaps do you have in your marketing, to put that in a broad term, Okay, and when I say that, I mean, what are the gaps you have in staying connected with guests? What's your message? Those kinds of questions, I ask, I ask more questions than anybody I know. And, and I get a lot of answers. And then I try to decide, dissect it and figure out, okay, here's an opportunity for you to maybe do better with your database. You've got a database of all your guests. Do better with that. How are you using that to connect with your, your guests? I just put an Instagram out uh, the other day and I haven't, I haven't looked to see if it's done anything, but I said, you know, be the brand. Uh, think about this with me. Be the brand, 
that your guests see first every Monday morning. Be oh, the brand well. your best, your, your customers see first every Monday morning. What I was getting at is, and then full disclosure, I pedal a uh, white labeled uh, video marketing platform, which some salons are starting to use now. Um, and I said, do a branded video, 30 seconds, no more than 30, maybe 45 seconds about some topic that could be important to somebody uh, who might see this and send it to all of your uh, guests in your email list to go out at seven o'clock in the morning. And you know where I'm coming from, Alan, because I've been writing the Monday Morning Insights since yep. every week since 2004. You uh, opened yours today. I looked. I looked. I know. You already opened it. I'm I moved fast. it to a video. <laughs> I, mo I moved it to a video platform last uh, year, about July. My open rates on those emails with the video went from about 30%, 33% every week to 50 to 55%. In fact, last week's was 58%. All right, People let's come back. Let's come back to this because I think video, look, we know the numbers on YouTube and stuff. It's it's outstanding what people around the globe watch. So Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, give me an order, give me importance. In my mind, Instagram is number one. Uh, Facebook, because of its penetration, is number two. And TikTok is number three because TikTok even though it's growing in popularity, uh, started out with the young people. Um, but I wanna go a step further and say, let's just talk for a moment about social media. Okay. Which are all three of those things that you said, right? My view is and has been for a long time, you have to be there. You gotta be out there. If you're expecting a big return on your investment, or as I call it, your big return on work, don't expect it because you're not gonna be able to measure the impact you get from social media. You know, and I, I, asked, I asked people, I said, what's the purpose? Why are you on social media? And I get so many varieties of answers and none of them really resonate down to, I'm trying to grow my business. Are you trying to attract new guests? Is that the best way? It could be because it opens up an avenue. And I think that's an important thing for social media to do that somebody sees you, you know, on social media as a, as a spa and says, oh, geez, they look interesting. And that's all you can hope for. That's all you can hope for. So it's attraction beyond that, you know, and, but is it conversion? Is it conversion? And that's where the, the low part of this whole uh, equation starts to unravel. But you have to be there. Yep. Bart, what's your people? We've been talking with Bart Foreman this morning. He's the executive strategist at Endgame Marketing Solutions. Absolutely worth a, uh, a call or a reach out to Bart for a conversation of opportunity. Bart, what website for you? What's the easiest way for our guests to find you? Okay, easy website www. You already knew that. Endgame, E N D G A M E. MS.com. Got it. End game MS. That's Mary Sam. MS.com. Okay, please reach out to Bart.
Bart, let me go back now. I've got a whole bunch of things I want to cover quickly with you. Um, Galdang, you used the word communication earlier. I, I can't stress the importance of communication. In my world, it's everything. In everybody's it, world, it's everything. Yeah. If you don't stay connected with your guests, your competition might. Or your guests will lose interest in, in you. Okay. Yeah. And they'll skip it. They, well, they won't make a next appointment. Okay. This is an ongoing thing. I came up with a mantra for a marketing mantra for 2022 that I may use again next year. Connect, engage, excite. Connect, engage, insight. I like it. Connect, uh, Bart, engage, insight. Yeah, you talked about personal touch. There's a lot of it. It's both mental and physical in our industry. There, there's very few other legal industries where you can ask someone to take your clothes off and you're going to work on their body. So the and not go to jail and not go to jail. This, this our industry goes to the root of much about uh, personal touch. What do you, there's been a lot of touch a la pandemic about low touch or no touch. But the fact is people still want to be touched in our business. That's right. I don't go to a spa to, to sit and look at my therapist, my uh, no. massage therapist. No, okay. you do not. And when I, go um, to get a, when I go to a salon, I don't go there just to look at you. I came to look better. Now, in my bald head, it doesn't take much. Yeah. Okay. I'm getting right there with you. <laughs> I'm not far off. I still have hair, but I like to cut it off. You, you hear, you read and hear so much about personalization and customization. At the end of the day, we got to be personal. We're personal when you walk in the door. We're personal when you're in the chair we're, or on the table. We're personal when you leave. And I say, in fact, I did this at America's Beauty Show where I gave a couple of uh, workshops. I asked the audience the question. When does marketing begin? And I'll ask this to your audience. When does marketing begin? And the answer is when she or he walks out the door. That's okay. how they tell other now people some, their experience. I had one guy who thought he was a smart marketer say, oh, marketing begins when they're in the chair on the table. And I said, no, that's where the grand service takes place. Okay, you've got to solidify that lousy service will not be fixed by any kind of marketing, but good service and you have, and, but now you've got to start marketing tomorrow. Okay. Alan just came in and had a marvelous service tomorrow. You need to utilize your database to reach out to Alan and say, we hope you enjoyed your service. Okay. We can't wait to see you again. And I'm so glad you made an appointment uh, for whenever it is. Or if you didn't make an appointment, I see you didn't make a follow-up appointment. Please do so soon because, you know, we fill up quick. Hello. Um, so simple. I'm going to come back to database in a minute, but I've got two other things real quick. You talked about pain points. I am one, and you know, I've been in a number of businesses over my, uh, my short career as well. But I've always thought... Being able to hone in on the pain points, it's the only way to get rid of the pain. You know, if you're not clear about what's causing you conniptions, it's very hard to move forward with your business. What say you? Agree. Over and out. Done. Yeah. Um, Bart, okay. gaps, gaps in marketing. And so again, I come back to this. If you don't understand 
how you're advertising or how you're hiring people or services you're delivering or, or prices that you charge, all these things kind of fit into this greater marketing plan. Can you elaborate on that a little bit? You, marketing is an ecosystem. It's not just sending emails. It's not just having a pretty website and, and putting video testimonials up on your website. None of it, it's all of that and more. Okay, you can do the greatest marketing in the world, but if you're overpriced for what you're delivering, you're gonna fail. Conversely, if you're underpriced and doing a wonderful job, you're gonna fail because you're gonna go broke. Okay, so you have to, you have to balance all of this and, and that's where the pain points come in. That's exactly what you were saying before, the pain points. Okay, my revenue is down. That's a pain point. And I will say, why? And nine times out of 10, I don't get a very straight answer. So then I say, well, let's look at your data. Look at your customer counts. How are they doing? Let's look at the average visit time between visits. Is it getting longer? You haven't lost any customers, but they're not coming in as often. Instead of getting two services, they're getting one and a half services. Those kinds of things. The data will explore where your pain points are. And now that we've identified the underlying causes of the pain point which says my business is going down or slowing down, we can start to make plans to address each one of those. That's what I do. Mm, well said. Uh, Bart, in the one minute we have left, I wanna address one thing that you brought up because I think it's so critical. I'll give you the last word, hang with me. You talked about how important the database is and I, the CEO of the group that I'm working with currently, he always says, your business may be king, but your database is the kingdom. You, you, if you're not if you're not gathering data and using it properly, this so much of this is a waste of time. What do you want to say? Last word. Let's all get into the kingdom. <laughs> well said. Data, data, data. You know, data, data is critical in my last 10 seconds. Data is critical, but don't forget the content. You've got to have the right message at the right time, to the right audience, through the right channels. So this all comes together. As I said earlier, it's an ecosystem. Oh, well said, Bart. Bart Simpson, Bart Simpson. Bart, I bet that's happened before too, I know. Bart Foreman, executive strategist at Endgame Marketing. Find him at endgamems.com. Bart, I every time we chat, I think, okay, it's not long enough, so we'll have to do it again. Thank you for sharing your insights with our listeners today. Thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure. And friends, remember, please be kind to one another.